0: positive isn't popular podcast discusses topics concerning the black community our goal is to have the sometimes difficult conversations to educate and inspire sometimes we are serious sometimes we are funny but we will always be honest and authentic this podcast may not be for everyone We're back. Positive is a popular podcast. As I was saying it, I almost forgot the name for the podcast because something's wrong with me this day, y'all. But how are y'all doing? What's going on? I got the everybody that, in the house. The fact that you said this day and not today. That, yeah. I'm getting old. I was about to say. I'm old, <laughs> you like
1: No, you are.
0: Here we go again. See? Why? Oh, why? Just oh. the reinforcement of me being old. You know? They were talking about my gray hair earlier today, so, oh. you
2: know. Oh, but, wow.
0: I hope, I hope I hope to get
2: like you, and I hope that at least that, like I still have these hairs.
0: No at you. least, no, you when don't. I'm, when I'm your age, gray hair are disrespectful. They do not move. They are hard to brush. You don't want these. You don't I'm trying want. To, them. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get like you know that David Banner. No, I'm telling you. You know how much moisturizer and product I gotta use on this thing? Like it's
3: crazy because you see a lot of people getting those um the gray wigs. I,
2: I,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, I've seen thought, that, but then, why did I think you were gonna say the BBL? <laughs> what? No. Okay
1: wigs, the gray hair.
0: On that <laughs> note, David, um we're actually gonna do something, we're gonna do something different a little today. We actually supposed to be good guests but we're horrible guests but we have a guest on today and this is something we haven't done on this podcast in this format in a really long time and so Mm -hmm. i just wanted to have some good conversation but i have a really great guest and i'm really excited but again if y'all know me y'all know i'm horrible at introing people and so i'm going to let her introduce herself and share a little bit about herself so we'll be good going so if you are ready won't you go ahead and tell our audience who you are
3: Okay, great. Good evening, audience. My name is Gem, G E M, Gemstone, I'm Gem C. Colley, and I am a nonfiction author I'm living in the state of Maryland, DMV. Mm-hmm. Um, a student also in the University of Maryland studying social science, um, specifically Black psychology. Oh,
0: very cool. The, um, mm-hmm all right so again there's a lot there and we gotta unpack a little bit because I know you're being very humble right now too oh um, so I know you said you're from the D you're in the DMV area right now yeah, Now, yeah, so I'm the you know how that goes in the DMV now are you originally from DMV or
3: I'm originally from... from I'm originally from um, I was originally born and raised in Kingston Jamaica that's what I thought yeah uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so
0: how long not. how long have you been in the DMV area?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been in the DMV area about like 25 years now. Oh, think, um, you know, moving around, but specifically in the DMV for 25 years.
0: Mm. Okay. So yeah. So from a native view, I mean you this pretty much this is home, you know. I <laughs> yeah, know, okay. I know. Yeah,
3: at this point, right? right. Yeah,
0: it's home. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I know you said, I mean, student, author, yeah. you know, um, you, you piqued my interest because i'm also a psychology major myself so nice. Um, nice. so we start talking about psychology black psychology that uh, that's the stuff that always gets me because mm-hmm. i feel like it's a conversation we just don't have enough in our yes. community right. and understanding you know i feel like to understand who we are as a people right you have to understand who we are how we operate right our conscious mind yeah our function you know like and so I do believe that there are differences there. So that's one of the things I really wanted to tap into as well, too. Um, and I don't know if you mentioned. Did you tell everyone that you are an author?
3: Yes, right? I'm an author of two books. The first Yay. book I published in June um, 2021, called "The Damsel in Distress: Coping with Emotional Codependency Personality Disorder," and the second book I just published um, last month, June 23rd, 2023, the. Um, the raw the war in the heavens, breaking the chains of generational curses.
0: Yeah. So and, mm-hmm. go ahead, I'll go, no, go ahead.
3: To write topics um, or such heavy, to write about such heavy topic is um it can become a very daunting and um very dark and scary experience. Because what that for me has done is allow me to um, tap into the Pandora's box without Mm -hmm. even having the key. And when I mean the Pandora's box, meaning the internal things, when you begin to discover these, this functionality within yourself and actually reflecting and repenting. And when I say repentance, I'm talking about being able to sit in front of yourself, with yourself, reflecting upon, hey, there's something wrong with me and being able to validate that and say, okay, this is where I come up short. This is where I'm dysfunctional and I'm going to address it. It becomes an eye opener and but it also allows you to begin to see where everybody else in the pit is. And you become seeing just because you are able to see yourself doesn't mean that you become invincible to everyone. You know, now you're able to recognize who's seen you. Now you're able to recognize where everybody's dirt's that they sweep under the rug, it start coming to the surface, and you like, whoa, you're my parent, and this is what you were doing the whole time. And so for me, working with um, these topics is not just to write them, it's to experience it. And you know, it, it's very humbling, and you get to know yourself, you get to know yourself. Um, if I don't, if you guys don't mind me talking. No, no, no. eyes and I'm go just ahead. talking. And then and, and <laughs> you get to know yourself. I remember in, in my philosophy, to get to black psychology, to understand you got to first go down with a breakdown beginner.
0: Mm. Yeah. but, but with, Yeah, that's where
3: we are. We have to go down to the breakdown. And so what happened um, last year is... I did not appreciate what the, the, the ancestors was giving me when, with this book, with these books, because I mean, come on. And um, because I didn't appreciate it, they put me down into the pits of my subconscious self. Mm. And then it became my physical, meaning like losing everything around my apartment, everything again into a boom, into a homeless self. Being in that type of environment in a room with 15 different people a 15 different version of myself that I did not like, who I was, and where I struggled at, where I was wounded at, where I was grieving at, and even though I did not take the route in dealing with my trauma the way they were dealing with theirs, they were still me, and so it was very humbling, like how can I point a finger when at the same time that finger will be reflecting back on myself to other people? Coming out of that situation, you still don't because there's a transition from slavery to freedom. And in my transitional point where I am right now, I was able to be still in the silence. And silence allowed me to tap into my inner core, my subconscious self. And I and my subconscious begin to have a conversation, and the subconscious said, "I said to my, you know, that was you that sabotaged everything that caused all this to happen." And the subconscious mind said, "Well, of course it was me. Of course, did you think it was? You know, those women that you were having problems that work with? Oh, (laughs) they were me." you know the professors that was giving you a hard time that was me every single sabotage every situation that you have ever experienced with everyone else they were me i was like what they were you why were you doing that and my subconscious mind said well because i wanted to make sure that you didn't win and i said why didn't you want me to win and my subconscious said because if you win then i lose I said then how do you lose because I won't have your undivided attention I'm trying to get your attention for the longest time and because I can't get your attention I will come up and show up in other people that you think is someone else but it's actually you in these people I said what it was you the whole time. Meet me outside.
1: <laughs> Meet me
3: outside. And when I realized that the only person that was physically going outside was me, I couldn't fight. I had my hair up in one, tied my turban and everything. And It was wow. you the whole time. And, and, and that allowed you to take some, some serious levels accountability. Yeah. So when you begin to be accountable and accept that now, not everyone who hear these talks, they're going to understand. They're going to think I'm crazy. They're going to think that doesn't make any sense. They never heard of it because they haven't been still with themselves yet. Now, am I totally over everything? No, because there's levels to the sunken place. What the right. sunken place has taught me that when these shadows reflecting back at the doormate that these people in this environment with you begin to come at you a certain way, if you behave the same way they have behaved towards you, the intro way, everything that you have learned, everything that you have learned, and so now, you don't drop down through levels.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, hold on. I want to clean up the audio a little bit. I'll just Before we keep going, I think I think it may be audio. I don't know if you have a mic where you are.
3: Yeah, I do. Um yeah. I have an earphone. Yeah.
0: Okay. I don't know if you can hear because like a little bit of moving. Let me yeah.
3: Cause I okay. want to make sure everybody's hearing
0: what you're saying because you're saying some some great stuff. Um so yeah. And then
3: do you need me to start over?
0: No, 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 you're fine. And I and okay. I can I can snip through this part too. Um but I don't know. Is it like is the mic in front of you or is it, is it pinned on you?
3: Yeah, I have it on my um, right on my lip. Do I need to move it.
0: Now. Yeah, there we go. Okay. That's better. Yeah, it's uh, so a sh- lot better. Yeah, so no, 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 that was good. So, and I, I can try. I clean that up a little bit too. Um, yeah. But no, nah, I wanted, I wanted to catch you at some great points as you were saying. Um, hold on. Hello.
3: Yes, I'm still here.
0: Okay. Yeah. So. As you're going through, you know, as you were talking about, like, just getting to this point to even being able to put your thoughts together, to write this down, to be able to share, right? Uh You know, I was, you know, as I'm listening to you, I'm trying to get to, like, what got you to the place to even want to share? I know as an author, it's hard when you have a lot of thoughts and, and you're trying to figure out how can you help people, right?
3: getting your thoughts together in order to write it, it's mostly so your thoughts became together once you begin to write. Yeah. And um, the author in me was suppressed by my environment. Okay. And um, because it was suppressed by me, by my environment, it began to show dealing with food, the artistic part of me. And as I progressed and get to understand holistic food, the spirit said, why don't you become a psychologist? And so I began to study psychology in school. Mm. My professors who saw more in me said, why don't you just write a book? Now, that seed was already in me, but it was dormant. And his words awaken it. And it was like, yeah, <laughs> I should write a book. Now, the first topic came from a situation that I was in where the young man, who, because some brothers can be damaged and distressed, too absolutely um the young man was a damsel and he felt like i was prince charming because he felt like here you go with all these artistic skills with all these experiences and i'm used to being the smart one why can't you be the damsel in distress but i wasn't in distressful mode but all he saw was my assertion he didn't see my struggle he saw what he was intimidated by but not what i was struggling with Mm. what i was trying the reason why he couldn't see my struggle because my struggle looked just like him and so he wasn't looking at himself so he couldn't see that he just thought "Why he was fighting against mm. and so he's once he said why well, you can't be the dams in distress and i gotta better understand of what that meant i felt like it was toxic mm. so i began to write well the damn in distress because of our own psychological dysfunctionality And it's just, it started from there. And I heard the book begin to talk to me and I felt like it was the book, but again, it was my inner self. Mm -hmm. So then it wasn't actually me writing the book. It was the child in me writing the book. And I, 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 I think that when our inner child doesn't get to speak, they create temper tantrums. Again, they show up in different people. You're thinking, I can't get along with this person. It's because you're in the child and their inner child is having a conflict. And okay. so my inner child saw this um situation, like, oh, I get to talk, I'ma write these books.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I like that.
3: Mm-hmm. And so I think that mouthful answered the question.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you yeah. for allowing
3: me to be myself. I'm closing my eyes and I'm just talking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes we have to be able to have these real conversations, and I'm all about the conversation, you know, because right. The authenticity. Authentic, I can't even speak right authenticity. now. Authenticity. 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 We had 10, 20 PM y'all sound, Monday night. Sound it out. Sound I, it I out. know. I know. <laughs> goodness gracious. <laughs> but you know what? It's all good. That's why we do this podcast. And I don't, oh, I'm not geez. editing a thing. So, oh, geez. Oh, geez. <laughs> but, but we have to be, you know, like in my opinion, the reason why we do this and the reason why we talk is to. Be able to have open, honest conversation to be real about it, right? Absolutely. You can go anywhere and get the company line to get the spiel. You know what I'm saying? The polish. No, let's talk about it for real. So I I appreciate you being able to just share and and you know, hopefully somebody listening to this can understand, relate, and get something out of this conversation. Take something from your words, take something from your books, you know? And that's the goal here. So I'm just glad right. and that we can even do this and and to be able to have a platform where you can share.
3: So, you you know, when I, when people ask me, what do you want people to get out of it? My opinion is that I I can't tell others what to get out of it. I want what resonates with them the best. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because even the teacher is a student. um, Teaching is intensified learning. So even though I write these things, I too myself have to go back in them and gain something because Yes, I wrote it as the author. but what about me as a student reading it back and getting a different level of understanding from it? because then it's like, whoa, did I write this, when did I write this? I don't remember writing it because again, it's the yes. spirit that's moving through me writing this information. I'm the messenger, but sometimes the messenger have to also be the listener by going back and see what is it can I gain from this information? You know, so they are they aren't necessarily, what to say my words I don't own them it belongs to the universal code because my books is not just about black trauma it's about universal trauma because even Mm -hmm. the earth itself is traumatized you know what I'm saying there's times where I watch humans and the way they deal with animals I'm like damn humans y'all terrible yeah we're terrible we're terrible creatures you know absolutely You know, the way we disrespect the earth and the ozone layer. So we all in the traumatic state of generational dysfunctionality. So then it's no longer a generational dysfunction. It's a universal trauma. It's a universal dysfunctionality. And so this is what I want people to get more so when I talk about the war in the heavens. The war in the heavens is more so the fight that we have in the mind, not the sky, but the fight that we have in our minds with those intrusive thoughts. Now, as brother, you know, you're a psychology student and as they talk about in psychology when they say cognitive thinking, cognitive triangle,
1: Mm.
3: where thoughts become feelings and then feelings become behavior. But they don't talk about what are those things that are influencing those thoughts. Right. You know, the the, the, the environment that we're in. Yeah. Yeah. The culture, the religion, the social (laughs) status, you know those things are day-to-day and okay, I'm thinking this, these things are processing in my mind because they say in psychology, you got to think about what you're thinking about so Mm -hmm. if I'm hearing these intrusive thoughts do they belong to me or do they belong to the neighbor next door that I'm hearing her stuff Mm. in my head and what she's struggling with because real talk, I don't hate strawberry ice cream and the one throwing in the trash and I don't have it in the freezer, so why I'm just using that as an example, why is it that I'm struggling with this yeah. So when I we hear that. these, we have to be at a certain level that when we hear these type of thinking, we got to question them. Yo, that's not mine. <laughs> yeah, That's processing through my psyche, but I that don't belong to me. That just right. pass, That's a thought passing by.
2: Yeah, right. and that's powerful. Yeah, that's a
3: thought that's passing that do not belong to me. Yep. Why do we, I feel like I wanna jump off a cliff? What the hell? Yep. That's not my own thought.
0: Hmm. We talk about that a lot on this show about social media and things like that Right. on
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, the passing thoughts mm-hmm. or the passing things that we see the scrolling and like you said if it comes from somewhere else then we internalize right. it we begin to take it in and process it as if it were our own so right it's such a it's such a layered thing yeah, yeah. absolutely
3: but 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 i get to learn even more so about my culture being a not just a caribbean woman but specifically a jamaican woman mm-hmm. and um the, 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 the behavioral system and the way we think in in, in, in our culture in the Caribbean, you know um, the stuff that we go through in the Caribbean we're we're recovering still from the present and Dr. Joy DeGruel call it post-traumatic slave disorder. I call it present because we're still we're still operating in that system. Mm-hmm. So, even though Jamaica and Haiti might have been those first two places to escape the dysfunctionality, this enslavement that was cast upon them, I felt like it was too late because the impact of the trauma, we're still living it every single day under the guise of what we call functionality. Mm, absolutely. You know, we're, we're still beating the crap out of you in order for you to hear me. We're still living on the um, Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, And mm-hmm. these topics are topics that are in my book, you know, where I live in the ghetto of Kingston, Jamaica, Tivoli Garden, no, no disrespect to the ones who are Tivoli Garden, you know, this this is or a place in Jamaica called Gaza, you know, these are some aggressive environments, you know, um, where if a man step on your toes. You're, you're, there's no in-between thoughts like, okay, maybe this guy is visually impaired. Maybe he wasn't thinking he's having a bad day. The violate, the violate, shut up, but sick, it's no good. Mm. they don't
1: they
3: don't think outside of their emotional self. Because again, the dysfunctionality, nobody stop and say, Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. We ain't supposed to think like that. Growing mm. up in Jamaica, mental illness, we call them mad people. Yeah. We we didn't see them as okay, you know. We just know that, yo, when that guy was 16, he saw his brother get shot. And ever since he saw his brother get shot, he just walk on the street naked, and that's it, you know, blah 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 blah. Not realizing this guy is going through complex post-traumatic stress disorder.
1: Yep.
3: Undiagnosed trauma becomes culture. Mm. And that's exactly what we what we face to the point where if someone says, hey, we ain't supposed to do that. Then looked upon us the enemy because why? We got that Stockholm relationship with yep, the trauma. Right.
1: Right.
3: We, we got it stuck. Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. I, we've been under this disguise of dysfunction all our life and no one is never sick. We just died irregular. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. don't know what life looks like.
0: Yeah, right.
3: Oh, so I think I'm talking a little bit too, too much,
0: but I... uh <laughs> nah, no. Nah, but you're saying you you're saying low. some good stuff. Yeah, I'm right. with you. So I don't know if anyone else wanted to jump in, David Yindy. Oh, I got you. Know, you.
2: Yeah, this, this I is have cooking. I have a couple I'm questions
3: in this conversation.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> uh so I, one of my questions is. So you talk about generational curses in your book. Uh huh. How do you feel about? Do you believe that there are also generational blessings?
3: Yes, there are. are generational blessings, but those blessings can also turn to curse if you don't use them right. Absolutely. And so Absolutely. It's, it's it's not even just about the blessings. It the blessings got to be guided. Mm-hmm. yes okay this generation went through this trauma in order for us to be living in a better home that we didn't live before in order for us to think differently and for all of us to be self-educated and to be self-aware but we also have to teach the next generation and guide them through that pathway if it doesn't then it becomes dysfunctionality when they will abuse it and then the cycle starts all yep. over again yep
0: mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I, I get it. You know, no, I think that I think, yeah, I mean, like you said, if you don't cause even if you get blessing, right? Let's say somebody you receive it. But if mm-hmm. there's no guidance with it, like I can David, I can I can I don't know, I can give you a pen. You've never seen a pen before. Oof. If I don't show you what to do with it, if I don't show you how to write, teach you how to write stuff like that, you can use that pen right. however. And it could turn into a Ooh. negative thing. Right.
3: Yeah.
0: You
3: no, know? Use that pen Look. as a tool to kill somebody.
0: Yeah. But
2: also but also. Mm-hmm at the same time if i take this pen and i write my life story that's going to help some i hope i pray that that would help somebody that would that's struggling through the things that i've struggled through my whole life
3: and so yeah. they see
2: it they read it and they say oh my gosh i understand what this person is saying and maybe if i maybe if i process it and i maybe i start writing down my thoughts too just yeah. to see how that I, how i can uh process it
0: yeah but the thing is someone had to teach you how to write absolutely that's the thing so like when we start talking about how we progress and bless the next generation that means we the people with the knowledge and the information experience mm-hmm. i can give you the tool but i also have to guide you and show you how to use it properly right and that's where i feel like a lot of the disconnect comes in and that's what we start talking about like the curses and the blessings because We're losing the the act of guidance, the teaching part. Like, why do we go through all of this wealth and knowledge and go through this? We have to now share it, right? To guide the next generation, you know? And you know what? It actually perfectly
2: coincides with uh, that one saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink.
3: Yeah. The horse had to know what water is.
1: Yeah,
2: right. He has to know
3: how to drink, he has to know how to process that water. He'll choke. Right. Yep. You know, the thing about building generational wealth out of generational trauma, you can't have people taking away the blocks while you're building. Yeah. Mm. Like, you know, say for example, you never had a business in the whole generation. No one had a business. And this person's starting a business. And then you got people coming and stealing in the midst mm. of you processing it. So right. you got people, you trying to build this block. You're trying to build this wealth. And at the same time, they see, all they see is, oh, you got money to build this wealth. Right. And you gotta suffer in order to build it, but they're coming and they're moving the blocks away. And so you gotta understand that even though I'm building this, I gotta sometimes separate from where the breakdown begin and start all over because you can't build in the same place where you were breakdown at.
0: Yeah, I get it. Yeah, isn't that crazy? And it's almost—I mean, it's like, but like, how how much trauma we have gone through as a people, right? Mm-hmm. To where there's so much detail to what we have to to teach and to show, you know, like I come I come from right. a family that just says don't do that, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. you have ever grow up Don't do that. Don't do that. But no one don't ever explained do, why. I say, not right. as I do. Yeah, yeah. But no one said why. Don't. Right. Why am I not supposed to do that? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and it's human curiosity naturally. What do you do? You go do it. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna
3: do that. Because that's curious something. And...
2: Right. That's something I definitely want to do with my kids. It's like. <laughs> Yes, you did something wrong, but I want to explain to you why this is wrong. Mm. To, to me the because, why is more important than the discipline.
1: Right, because deal. that
2: right and in that there there's there will be com- there will be uh like a conversation between us and it will set the standard. And maybe now that now maybe my kid gets in trouble at school and now I have to go there and I have to explain to them, "Hey, you did this thing, and I have to. You're not in trouble, but I want to explain to you why this was wrong or why you shouldn't have done this. And hopefully, we can come together and figure out solutions so that this doesn't happen again. Yes, yeah. Yeah, the,
3: the, 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 like you said, um, we have to um, teach them a better understanding,
0: and I can Absolutely. use so
3: many, so many different understand, um, so many different examples. Um, for example, where where I'm in attending school, we have a lot of foreign students. A lot mm-hmm. of them are Islamic students, yeah. and the parents drop them off, pick them up. And a lot of them, when they're in these multicultural psychology classes, they talk about, our parents don't want us to mingle with, with anyone outside of our culture. And yep. they mm-hmm. feel like, you know, that, that is so wrong, but I have a, I understand both the child and the parent. The right. thing is, What the parent is trying to protect is a behavioral system, is a tradition, is Mm -hmm. a way of thinking. And so they feel like if you hang around these other students who um, we in our culture, we think are obnoxious, disrespectful and out of pocket, you're going to learn to become that way and that's going to affect the building block of this legacy that we're trying to build. So yes, I drop you off and pick you up. So it's not necessarily only for your safety, but it's to maintain our culture.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
3: You know, Absolutely. but sometimes to maintain that culture, you got to first be able to identify, you know, have a differentiation between them. Now I understand why my, my father said I shouldn't have ate that type of food because mm-hmm. it ain't right to eat it. Now I understand why I said smoking cigarettes was wrong. not right. so just don't smoke cigarettes yep. because now I hang with these children. So I got the best of both worlds. But when you right. seclude me from the world, then I become an endangered to myself. Even going outside of there because you know, you know, so mm-hmm. I think that's that's also where some of the breakdown is. And that begin again when when you're when you're keeping the people in a perpetual state of dysfunctionality and enslavement, you're not gonna teach them the why not. You're just gonna teach them don't. Because if right. you know the why not, then you're gonna question me and then you're gonna be too well informed, and then you ain't gonna be enslaved anymore.
2: Right. And I think there's a lot of power in. Uh for me, I think there's a lot of power in making mistakes because uh-huh. once you make those mistakes, you learn not to do them and why not to do them. And through that, you learn how to navigate the world.
3: I wouldn't even call them mistakes. I'll call them more character building skills. Yeah. Absolutely. And and yeah, character building skills, because those those so-called errors, they yeah. sure can build character if you're willing. And open to allow it
0: to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the thing, the growth from it, right? You know? Absolutely. Like being able to take it in, understanding it. Sometimes, like I said, it's, sometimes it's, it's a great teacher. Right. You yes. know? It is. I, I say that, you know, I, that's one of the things I learned even through seeking professional help and, and going to therapy and stuff like that. Like, Yes. Mm-hmm. And I've talked about that. Like, even I took those lessons that came from my family. Mm-hmm. And mm. I look at them as... I needed those lessons just as much as the positive ones. Right, I learned through them what not to do a lot of situations, right? Mm-hmm. No, I, I wrote about that, especially with my dad. I learned from my dad what not to do. But as, a, you know, in, in real time as a child, I didn't understand it. But as I got older, I realized as watching him in his life, no, he, he was showing me in real time. It was the example about what not to do. So even mm-hmm. though he didn't speak it to me, I was able to still see it and experience it. Right, And as I got older, I understand now. I I got my example, you know? Mm -hmm. I got lessons from that. And so it made me a better person. Unfortunately, his life had to go the way it did. But at least I can stop that generational person moving forward with my family. Right. You know? So I take what I learned from him to move forward now. Mm -hmm. And so it also gives his life more... You know, meaning. I don't, I don't, yeah, meaning, but also, I don't yeah. live with hatred yes. and animosity towards him. No, his life had value to me, mm. and I appreciate that, and I love him for it. it took me forty years to figure it out, but I, I'm here now. You know, Ooh. But yeah, absolutely. Ooh,
3: that that's power, because that means that if, if I can still talk, I've talked a lot.
0: But no, we here, we here, we roll it, okay, we got it.
3: <laughs> you know, because that means that you 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 shift past your feelings. Yes. You mm-hmm. shift past your ego and said, you know what? Even though you didn't verbally say it, you said it and it resonated. I process it and I understand it. And mm-hmm. you still live on to the information that you gave me.
2: Yep. Absolutely. Yep.
3: And so this is where the generation continue The generations can still physically be there, but the information can die away with it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was actually one of my questions. I was going to ask you do you think that the uh, generational curses can be broken
3: Absolutely but it's, a, it's it takes time and there's levels to it because mm. each generational curse is going to look different for every different culture It's going Absolutely. to look different for every subculture you know when I look at but but the thing is there was a breakdown And that's Mm -hmm. where we all can relate, because when I go to the salon the other day and was getting my my feet scrubbed off, and I'm talking to a Vietnamese woman, and I'm telling her about my childhood and my trauma, that I, she said I can understand, and I had to suffer to make sure that my children didn't experience those things. Right. And as I speak to you right now, my chest is so heavy, screaming out, we have to be able to pick up the rug, and clean. We can't just sweep the rug and picking the dawn in the dumpster. You gotta lift up the whole thing. Got to do that detail cleaning. Yeah, you gotta mm-hmm. unpack everything and move right. stuff around. You're like, oh snap! There was roaches on these rugs the whole time. You the right. thing about lifting those rugs up to sweep the dust. Unfortunately, there might be dust that will fall back at you, meaning that your people are going to attack you. And it's right. not necessarily your family, it's the curse. Because the curse is who Jim thinks she is? I've been in her generation over 15 different years. Because you're mm. not just fighting eight generational curses. Right. Remember, you got a mother and a father. And so you're fighting theirs. And a lot of the time, even my father, my father's a veteran, and I spoke to him just last night. And I could tell that he's still suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, the things I'm going through, you could have never been through it. And I said, if you only knew the things I'm going through is because you've been through it. Yeah, right. If you only knew my comp- me being where I am is because you have brought where you are, but you're not willing to let go. hmm there are some cultures that will pledge allegiance to the dysfunctionality. Yeah, right on.
2: Yeah, right, right on. Right. right on. A lot of people will stay in that because they're comfortable.
3: Yeah, it's comfortable. Why should I interrupt the process? And we could take that back into enslavement again. This is stated mm-hmm, in yeah. my books. We could right. take that back into when Mos- Moshe or Moses was mm-hmm. taking the Israelites out of Israel. They say. Who this dude think he is? Yeah, yep. well, Right. he was with Pharaoh. Pharaoh gave us hot sauce and ketchup with fries. Right. And we you up in here giving us bread? Yeah. Bro, I want that hot sauce. I want that Jamaican jerk chicken. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, like they, they
2: were they were about to be like, you know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna head back to Egypt because you know there's food yeah. there.
3: I'm sure there were people that had back before they was even crossing the, the, the Red Sea. Yeah. It wasn't just Pharaoh and the people that got swamped, it was some of them. Because mm-hmm, they're like, yeah. oh snap, these dudes about to come down on us. Nah, yo, I'm yo, yo I'm turning around, y'all, y'all. I'm sure it was that. Yeah. And even in, in, in the slavement, when they say, yo, 12 o'clock, we dipping off this land. we going to freedom. Dude's right. like, what? Nah, Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. I'm good with massa.
0: Yep. I'm good here. Yeah. Because guess what?
3: I know there is again from freedom. From slavery and freedom, there's a path between those two. And what gets stuck is the wonders of Egypt. And when mm-hmm. I'm saying the wonders of Egypt, I'm thinking about thinking back about when I was with Pharaoh, when I was with Massa, when I was with this man. He used to beat me, but at least I'm married. Mm-hmm. At least he pays the bills. And how many other women can I sit there? Yeah, I'm walking around with this black eye and no teeth in my mouth and a broken leg. But I'm married. Mm. Stockholm syndrome. Mm. Yeah. Stockholm mm-hmm. syndrome. And again, it, it holds so fast in your mind that even when people are trying to break you out of it, you will see the freedom as an enemy.
0: Yes. Right. Yeah. Or it's foreign, it's alien, you know? Mm. Never seen that before. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that looked like over there. You know, yeah. right? There's a lot guess- of fear in it.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. When I was sixteen, when I was twelve, I know Mister John since I was twelve. Mister John been coming around grooming you since you were twelve years old, and we see this a lot in the Caribbean. And they mm. attack. We they attack the the lower class women who don't got no fathers, no masculine energy that's going to protect them. They prey upon them. Okay. Yeah, Janet is over there. She's 45 with these five children. I don't want her. She done been through few many brothers, got five children and six baby daddies. I want her 12-year-old daughter.
1: Mm. So I'm going mm. to come
3: around. I'm going to pay some school bills. I'm going to let them get comfortable with me. And yeah. these type of predatorial mindset, again, tra- tra- um, generational beast, It's yeah, so man. crap that they're more patient than anyone. Right. And they wait until that little girl is about, what, 18 years old? He'd been touching on her a long time ago. Yeah, right. You got a boyfriend. You know, you started talking to you and doing certain things. That when the neighbors start to suspect, hold on, something ain't right. And they start to tell, hey, Sharon, you 16, that man is about 45. He ain't supposed to be messing with you. Sharon going to look at it and like, Miss Joyce next door is nosy and I don't like her. Yeah. Mm. Because at the end of the day, Mr. John paid my school bills. I can get to go to school.
1: Yeah, right. he
3: makes sure that we eat Kentucky fried chicken. Right. Uh, he makes sure that we, 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 we drink in sodas instead of Kool-Aid. Who are you to be interrupting this? Yeah. And at this point, that person already done. They're gone. So there's right. nothing you can do to save them at that point. Because now they didn't pledge that leader. They didn't sign that internal. I'm just talking away. I, you know. Um. No, but <laughs> there's a lot of there's just
2: a lot there's a lot of like truth in that. Like if I show if I if someone's abusive and that's the only way they've been shown love, how are they supposed to learn it the other any other way? Yeah.
3: Because what they do is with the abuse they first go after your five senses of um of responding mm. to trauma, the fight, the flight, the freeze, the fawn. And so you don't even know how to respond to it. So even if you do, you know, uh, uh go against it, then they will attack you trying to protect yourself. Yeah. Right. And so then now you begin to question your thoughts and you can't question your thoughts because why? You're operating out of the, the trauma brain now. Mm-hmm. So you second guessing, maybe what I'm thinking is not really what it is, and that's where the abuse start off. That even when you question it, you will even become an enemy to your own thoughts, to your right. own discernment, telling you that's abuse.
0: Yeah. Think about how often that formula of like we talk about grooming and things like that. Mm-hmm. Look at the black community. How often that happens, even outside of girls. As a okay. I, I used to play, I used to be an athlete. I see that with athletes all the time. Young oh, boys. Yes. That oh, yes. same formula. We see right. that formula time and time and again and how it attacks us and right. how we're stuck. It's crazy. You know, as you were mm-hmm. sitting there talking, that's, yeah, like, so, so imagine we got all these young people going through these similar situations and they have no idea what's happening to them. Mm-hmm. And Like you said, until it's too late. At that point, <laughs> you're
3: Ooh not just only because it become too late and sometimes it, it's not even until it's too late, until it's become another generation. Yeah. Because then you hear about these things, the mother doing the same thing again and then when you get to really hear her story, it was done to her.
2: Yep, right.
3: And then you you find out it was done to the great, great the grandma and it comes down, you're like, what the hell?
2: Right, and, and history repeats itself.
3: It's and like, historical trauma, a legacy of historical trauma. And Mm -hmm. it never gets solved. In my conversation, as I was having with my friend and I the other day, Mm -hmm. uh, or my spiritual father, I told him, if we do not deal with a trauma child inside of us, we will give birth to it, putting up resistance against us. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is the trauma child, The the little girl or the little boy inside of you that was traumatized. And if we don't address those trauma, we will give birth to them by having another child that come and repeat the exact same cycle, behave the exact same way without no trauma, without no T. everything, it, the T cross, yeah. the I, everything. Mm-hmm. That is you. And you have not forgiven that part of yourself. And when it comes to coming to awareness of the generational curses and breaking away from. We have to first begin with self-forgiveness and understand that, hey, man, listen, these were the tools that were given to me. Yeah. And this is what I had to work with. Mm -hmm. And so basically, I've been winging my entire life. And you got to forgive yourself. I forgive myself. I have forgiven. And and then sometimes it's not just about forgiveness. It's about, because some people, you can't forgive them.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You got to just understand you messed up. You're this way. And because you're this way, like, I, again, I don't like mean, talking so much like I had to tell my nah. case manager today. Keep going. Keep going. Keep <laughs> right. going. You're good. Oh, sorry. And my eyes were closed and I just got frightened by the curtain.
1: <laughs>
3: when I, once I opened them. I was like, who's that? Okay, so... Like I had to tell my case manager today, mm. I understand and I emphasize that you're going through something, but mental illness is contagious. Yes. And I don't want, because whatever it is that you're going through becomes a part of what I'm going through now. Mm-hmm. And so if you need to take 10 days off, please take those 10 days off because self first is not selfish. And we learn this a lot in our culture that if we don't put others first, then we are selfish. Right. To put other people before ourselves and not taking care of ourselves first is not noble. It's right. self-isolation. It's self-destructive. You can't come to work with a headache and want to make sure that you save me and you got these, these, these striking headaches and something is, please go take care of you. Yeah. Because I don't mm. want you and, and, and I don't want you to pass down what you're going on with me. Right. what was' going on with you to now become a part of me and I I, I I don't know where that came from you know that when you running and you got somebody probably shot you and you didn't know until you mm-hmm. stop yeah and that awareness sometimes can be more dangerous than not knowing yeah so then you you, you become aware oh my god i got shot now you start to feel it yep. sometimes right. that's yep. what it is with trauma people talk to you so much about it and they come around you so much it infects you but when it hits you you didn't stop the head until so next thing you know you become aware like this is what's going on when it ain't even yours.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like you what become, you
3: said. Yeah. yeah, you become like the 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 um a, a pass. what they call it, shooting you shooting a pass, but a part you got shot and passing by. Yeah. With
0: somebody's like,
3: dysfunctionality. Right.
0: Go ahead, please. No, I was gonna say sometimes a shock hits, it is not until you see it, you know. Right, like you see, a lot of times you're, you're, yeah. you're in it so much, like I said, it's almost like the trauma your body's going through the fight and fight so much. And it's not until you actually process what has happened, you look down and see the wounded, and it's like, Ooh, then you start to feel yeah. it, and your body starts sort of yes. in
3: shock, you mm-hmm. know. Now it's burning now, it's this now, it's that, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. you, you know? you, yeah, you hear that a lot with people. With um, you know, I, I, sometimes the conversation with mental health, and, and people start diagnosing each other, you, right. you know, and then you see people, then they start believing. Mm-hmm. What they've been hearing or what they think they've been diagnosed with things without without professional help and things like that. Right. So it's like you can really manifest those things and take and run with some of this stuff. Yes. Right. Yeah. or sometimes you like you said, or you see the, you know, that's why, like you said, I like the word understanding. I like that you right. said that, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: In uh in 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 the Hebrew philosophy or the Hebrew language, the, mm-hmm. the word for excuse me is slika. But the, 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 it's slicker when you step on someone's feet. Slicker when you when when I pass by and you hit you. Mm. But I can't slicker when you shot me. I can't mm. slicker when you when you're trying to take me down. I can't slicker that every time I plant a seed, you uproot it.
2: Mm. Okay. Yeah, I can't real.
3: slicker that. I can't. And it's not that. Oh, uh, uh, the forgiveness is not for me. It's not for you. Not that cliche. But it's, it's the understanding that, okay, listen, John is dysfunctional. I understand that he's dysfunctional. I understand that he he, he don't understand that he's dysfunctional. I'm aware of this is dysfunctionality because I'm aware of my own, but I love John. And now I have to separate myself and deal with myself because John is infected. And even though I care about you, I can't deal with you yeah. whether I'm related so you or not because mental health is thicker than blood mm. it's thicker yeah. than that friendship
2: right?
3: my yeah. mental health is better than the fact that you're my father and you're my mother i gotta choose my mental health first and that's what i have to be loyal to but our dysfunctionality, cultural tell us well, even though your parents is, is 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 doing you wrong, they're stealing from you, they're beating you down, they're talking bad about you. Well, that's still your parents. You gotta honor them. No, 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 no. I cannot honor dysfunctionality. Mm.
1: Yeah,
2: I have
3: to honor my right. safety.
2: Yeah, right.
3: It's enough. Like I can't deal with you.
2: You have to save yourself.
3: I gotta save myself. Hmm. Because guess what? Everybody's drowning, and they're comfortable with being with drowning. Yeah. So to the point where they adapted to the water, and they ain't drowning no more. They just, I, I, my lungs is real.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. So I gotta get
3: a part of this.
1: Yeah. Mm.
2: Okay, and I have. Ha- so that leads into. I am so oh, sorry. Had you had something else.
3: No, go ahead, please. I was gonna I, say. Uh,
2: my next question is so for the next generation how can we help them break these generational curses
3: we help them by no longer operating or trying not to operate um out of the same um, mind where the breakdown first begin at Mm -hmm. but then we also have to understand that we have to be open because that child is gonna come with some information to us yeah. that we didn't know. That's because right. when we might think that we got no, again, there's levels. You know that piece that that those those um crusty little uh, uh, um um dinner rolls. You <laughs> yep. can just feel layers of them, layers of them, layers of them, layers of them. Yeah. So there's mm-hmm. layers to this that it can all end with you, but it can begin the process of it. And so that child might come with a whole nother level of information. And so the the thing now is to be open to receive that.
1: Yeah.
3: That when that child said, mommy, you're doing something that ain't right. You have the willingness to be able to let them hear you and also be willing to hear them. We just had a conversation a few weeks ago. Yeah, we did be willing to let them be willing to let it be heard then it becomes a household where the child is also a teacher in the house
1: mm, in, yeah. in,
3: in my culture they said the youngest one in the room is the oldest because mm. it's the ancestral and so they come with a whole nother level of information because the generations before us they never heard about breaking a generational curse they were trying to survive it
0: mm, yeah damn that's so true yeah like we have to learn from them in real time as well too like yeah you know because like you said as the world is changing as as revolving their culture is different than our culture right
1: Uh uh-huh absolutely you
0: know i look at my my daughter's culture it's it's different than within how we grew up you know Mm -hmm. and so i have to be able to learn from that understand that for me to be able to guide them i can't guide them from the same set of eyes i had you know like Nope. Like it has to be different for them. Right. And so I have to be able to learn from them and grow and adapt for them as well, too. And I think that's a lot of them. Yeah.
3: And not just with our children, but also with the relationship that we have intimately with others. True. Yep. You know, and and how we we operate. And sometimes you can help other people break their curse by not allowing them to speak to you. Hey, brother, I don't subscribe to you talking to me like that. I don't subscribe to that kind of information. I don't do this. And he's like, well, wait, wait a minute. I've never heard a woman tell me that. I've been able to talk to them like I've always spoken to them. Well, you're not able to do this because now I'm able to challenge that part of you.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know?
3: And um, we have to begin to know what all of that looked like. So, again, the willingness is, has to be there. Like you said, your child is going to come with information. We didn't have tablets growing up around our age.
1: Right. You know, nope. the only
3: tablets we know was pills. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, so they come in with tablets and they know how to fix them and they know how to do this. And so the willingness is now here come, I give birth to my teacher, my high school teacher now, who pushed me to be to even write. He said, Now you are my professor. Mm.
1: Yeah. And so I, when I talked like to him, he's
3: he said, How you doing, my professor? <laughs> And I'm like, don't call me that dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm saying, like, how you doing, my professor? And he, and he respects me like, now you're my teacher. Because in order to be the master teacher, you first have to be the master student.
2: Yeah, right. And you learn from each other.
3: You learn from each other all in common. Yep. All in common. This is the most amazing mm. <laughs> podcast I've been on yet. <laughs> I guess because I get the chat, chat, chat,
0: chat, chat, chat. but, <laughs> nah, but they're so used to hearing us. You know, nobody went. Right. Nobody would hear us. But <laughs> but no, these are because these are some of the conversations. Like like I said, one of the reason why I started podcasting was to have conversations like this mm. and to be able to be real about it. Because sometimes we we only scratch the surface, and and even tonight we could go so much deeper. You know, like. I wish we had more time, but there's so <laughs> much we could get to here because sometimes, you know, like you said, because we're fighting ourselves and we're fighting our own, our own curses and, and the Stockholm syndrome, we, we're so scared to talk and share. Right. There's so much we, denial within us. Yeah. So we end up like, sometimes these conversations don't go this way, especially for and, me. And I,
3: and I think people like DMX, for example,
0: mm-hmm.
3: I I I... I when I was publishing my book, DMX made this transition and I wept.
1: Yeah.
3: Mm, now I'm yeah. a lover of I'm a lover of dance I'm a lover of reggae and neo-soul um mm-hmm. afro music. But when DMX transitioned, I wept. Yeah. Because I felt like a part of me went. And mm. the reason why I say that because DMX was or is the brother that he 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 cried out loud.
0: Yeah. He didn't.
3: He yeah. was raw and naked. Yeah. And Tupac, too. And, yeah. and, 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 but I felt like DMX just was loud, but not heard. He was so loud that he was silent.
0: Yeah. Mm. And you could tell in his conversations and interactions, it was authentically him. Like, right. authentically you
3: know, who I am.
0: And that's why I used to, yeah, he still, yeah, because he was one of, that was one of our guys, even some of me and my friends, like, and that was our thing, like, you know, you never felt like he was trying to put on a facade or a face. Like he wore, I mean, like, we even knew his struggles and his demons and his trauma, you know? Right. And being wept out loud. Yeah, yeah. He
3: yes, he did. He wept out loud. Yeah. yeah. He was raw about it. And because yeah. we're told that every time we have a pain, we're supposed to treat the the, the pain and not what's causing it. We suppress it. Put his right. bandaid on. And, it, and and it will get better. How about you? Told, how about you address the pain? Then you know, uh, um, why you got that sore on your head? Maybe because you got danger. Maybe because you got some kind of imbalances in your system. Yeah. And so now you got to go in there and, and 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 heal the issue. And I mm-hmm. think this is where, when it comes to us as a culture of people, the melanated people. Mm-hmm. We have to go inside and heal first on the individual level, yeah. then in the collective. Because yeah. I have to be able to recognize that there's functionality in myself in order to recognize it in others. Because how I'm, best then can I show up if I'm not being able? How best can I tell you to fight your Goliath if I don't, I'm, I'm able to fight the Goliath within myself?
2: Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. So. And actually, that was going to be one of my other questions
1: what do you like how
2: how do you think as black people we should break our curses like how can we navigate that as a people so that we can start to heal
3: awareness the first perception then awareness Mm. Mm. awareness acceptance and willingness and to me those are the formula in order to get to breaking any habit or curse because a bad habit can become a culture and a culture can becomes a curse. You understand? Mm. You know, and be willing to say, well, you know what, let's choose truth over tradition. Oof. Okay. You know? Yeah. Let's choose that because then tradition becomes the least common denominator. Yeah. Well, I've been doing this in our culture. We do this. And it doesn't even make sense. Maybe the reason why you did that because maybe your great-great-great-great-grandmother was a runaway slave and she did that in order to survive in this jungle mm-hmm. and it have been passed down because in their mind, in their legacy, they're still operating under survival mode.
2: Right, I was about to say survival mode. Like we're not living, we're surviving.
3: We're surviving, which is operating out of what? Fear. The, the, the animalistic side of ourselves. Yeah. Um, which in psychology they call the amygdala. So, you know, so, we operating out of that side of the brain, the reptilian side of the mind. And mm-hmm. so, when you're operating out of that side now, you're operating out of fear. You're operating out of fight. You're operating out of fight, those emotional trauma. So, you quickly be triggered. You hear everything. You smell a cigarette smoking, no, that's danger.
1: Yeah.
3: You know, so you, 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 you. you... <sighs> and as I speak, I'm releasing it. Absolutely. And once you begin to release those things, once you begin to face those trauma, those those curses or those dysfunctionality within yourself, you're no longer at war outside of yourself. Mm
2: -hmm. And the curses start to lift.
3: They start to lift. How can can you fight something that's not fighting? If you're not battling that fight within you, it can't be battle outside of you.
1: Yeah. Mm. Right. so if you're
3: seeing it showing up around you it's because it's in you. so when yeah. you're seeing it showing up as that person stop and you see sometimes we say red flag red flag red flag that person is danger sometimes the red flag is to show you that something is still wrong with you you need to go back and fix that oh absolutely it ain't always about the next person
1: yeah mm-hmm.
3: and so so that's where that's where it, it it always is yes this happened to us as a people yes we were enslaved. yes mm-hmm. they treated us that way. Yes, this is how we act, and we are, we understand that. We validate it. We're not gonna. We're not gonna entertain it. Right. But we validate it. We knew it happened. Now, how can we get a this? And it's not to show anyone that we're better than them, but it's to show for ourselves because we're not breathing under this water because we we got lungs, boo. Yeah. Mm. You know, so we come in the powder. We're not drowning anymore.
2: Absolutely.
3: Ooh. And we're not holding our breath. I love
2: that. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah.
3: So then I'm... it becomes a revolutionary warfare within self first. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah. it really is. You don't know? ask
3: me. I get this information from. Her. I'm an old woman <laughs> stuck in a young girl's body. Yeah, this old woman. I think she's British. I don't know. <laughs> You're
0: dropping gems. Yeah yeah, yeah dropping well, gems I... <laughs> but it's it's, right, right, it's right, refreshing right. and i really really hope if you are listening to this podcast y'all like understand you know because I, I I have a lot of conversation with young people too and sometimes they feel like this stuff is attacking them and there's a reason why it's resonating inside of you of and of course don't run from that y'all right understand like i said the battles is in us first you know right the call is always can always be coming from inside the house. Yeah. Yep. So pay attention. And I, I really hope, you know, at least if nothing else, I feel like because I feel like that's a big part of, like you said, that battle within us is to deflect and try to this is this not me, this is not for me. They talking this, they talking that. No, take the opportunity to take some of this in. You know, and right. I know, I know I want to keep going, right? But I'm looking at the time. <laughs> And I got to stop this at some point, you know, but we could be talking all night, honestly. Yeah, I could. Don't get get me started. (laughs) But I do thank you for coming on. I do thank you for being a guest. Um, And we're going to do this again. We got to do this again at some point, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So before we wrap up, I do want you to be able to tell everyone how can they get a hold of you and how can they find your books?
3: Um, I want to say that first, I want to say thank you and thank everyone for allowing me to be a part of your ear, Um, for allowing me to to be able to be a part of your mind, because we're all impregnable people, for allowing me to plant these seeds. And I also want to thank, be thankful for the opportunity to be on this, to be a guest to be able to express myself freely without feeling jailed. Um, Mm -hmm. How you can find me. You can find me um, on Instagram and all the other social media network as G-E-M-B-O-U-K-S underscore L-L-C.
0: We're definitely going to do this again. Thank you. Thank you so much.
3: Thank you again. Seriously. Thank you. Yeah. Same, same, same. It's
0: a very refreshing conversation. And so for those who, you know, if you listen to this podcast before, y'all know where to find us This real quick. You can check us out. Yendi, you know what? I'm sorry, Yendi. Did you want to close us out? I don't want to get in trouble. Tonight. Let's okay, because I know go how ahead. this goes. Let me get beat up, Phone close, you what? know.
1: You're always trying to play. I know the that's your thing. thing. Always. Go ahead. Uh,
0: <laughs> it's my trauma. No, I'm just um <laughs> so I know it's just real quick. Y'all know where to find us. You can check us out on the website at uh, positive isn't Again, you could also check us out, listen to us on Spotify, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Um pretty much everywhere that you listen to podcasts, we're there pretty much yeah so on that note you know again i really hope you guys get something from this share let us know what you think and then Mm -hmm. we'll be back next week so then for you know you guys out there be safe this week y'all take care of yourselves keep your head on swivel yep don't go anywhere y'all i just want to close this out but have a good week y'all be gone